Welcome to the Home Medic. You are listening to the segment on trees around your house. Welcome back to the Home Medic, where we help you keep your money in your wallet and your trees from taking over your home. Yes, and we... we I got you off track last time. I've got to repent. You always get me off track, I've got to stop track, that right? nonsense. <laughs> so a couple things I want to say just to make sure that they are directly said. I think we've covered some of these indirectly in the two previous podcasts, but um, there is a reason why you've got to be careful um, as you're planting or managing trees in and around your house. Uh, as the home inspector, how's that? A couple of reasons. Huh? Yeah. Yeah, there are, there are a few. As the home inspector, I see where trees can, you know, I've mentioned that they can damage the structure. They can damage the, uh, you, can, you can actually have them damage your foundation with the roots. Um, if you have a mature tree that is too close to the foundation, you can't fell that tree because if you do, you're tearing up your house. But if you don't fell the tree, then you're going to have termites that are reducing what what isn't removed mm. back into soil. Fell, so you, as in F-E-L-L, cutting the tree down. Right. So if you've got a, that tree that is too close to the home and it's damaging the structure, you have to choose between damaging your, your home structurally and having termites. Oh, you forgot. There's still another choice. Yeah? What's that choice? You, you could move. Oh, leave, there leave you the go. problem behind. I mean, it's not very nice, but you could. List your home, <laughs> sell it to somebody else who doesn't have a very good home inspector, who doesn't uh, point out that that tree is a problem. Or who is a tree remover and can do it without so much financial pain. There should be more tree removers out there, there so that they be. can just buy houses everywhere, <laughs> take care of the tree issues that are on that house, and then they can go buy another one. That's right. Okay, here's here's the all, all right. call from the home medic. Uh, we need more tree removers in, in the world. Avoid structural damage by planting trees too close to the home or leaving them there if you know that you now know that it's a problem when you didn't before. Get so, that thing out of there. Get in other that words. thing out of there. Another now. one of my favorites. <clears throat> I will see sometimes where you've got a house with a flat roof. You know, maybe you've got oh, yes. uh, tar and gravel. Yeah. Or sometimes it'll be, you know, maybe a fabric sort of material. But I see, especially on those tar and gravel roofs, where you get a tree that grows up and over. <clears throat> the uh, the homeowner is never up there, so he's never paying attention. And those tree branches, as they blow in the wind, they're just going to sweep that gravel right off the roof. Mm. Or they're going to sweep it into the rain gutters, where the rain gutters are now weighing 600 pounds. They don't drain water, and you just hope those rain gutter attachments don't fail, because otherwise you're getting the rain gutter that's coming down with 600 pounds of force. Wow, I never really thought of that. Good, good and, thing to think about and to check out. And, let me throw an and. and in there, and now you've got the gravel that was there for a reason. I mean, the gravel protects the uh, the tar from the effects of the sun, right? Right. Uh, with the gravel now gone, now the tar is uh, is affected by the UV. The, start, the tar starts to crack. Boy, that was hard to say. Wow. And now you've got a leak there where the, uh, where the roofing system is... Toast. So you've got the gravel being blown off the roof into the rain gutter, weighting the rain gutters down, and then you've got a vulnerable roof. Right. And what then a it picture. leaks. And then you've got mold. And then you've got mold and spiders that come yeah, to that's eat right. the bugs that come to the mold. That's right. 
you got the mold, you got the spiders, and um, and so and then people in the house start uh, start to get pulmonary issues because the uh, um, the mold is getting them. And let's see if we can we can we bring in <laughs> can we bring mice into this scenario, <laughs> and then you get the people get hantavirus and then they die. Wow, right? wow! <laughs> Can't quite figure out how that's to bring mice in. That's a very but, unpleasant mansion s- image. Yes, it is. So that's the ten thousand dollar fix. The ten dollar fix is to keep the tree branches away from the house, especially if you're on a uh, if you're dealing with a flat roof mansion. Sounds to me like if you don't have a saw, you want to go spend ten, maybe even twenty, buying one at uh-huh. your local. Harbor Freight or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> Oops, brand name. Delete that, please. <laughs> At your local <laughs> hardware store. <laughs> yeah, Cindy, you might want to edit edit that one out. So, um, yeah, and another thing I would have you be aware of too. I mean, uh, sometimes people get a a good idea to go do these sorts of things, and then they kill themselves in the process of trying to save themselves. I know that uh, yeah. my dad, who is presently 91 years old, mm. um, you know, he'll find projects to keep himself busy. And he actually had a, uh, a particular tree where, where the branches, a large one, it probably weighed about two, 300 pounds, had fallen on his roof. And he wanted me up there to pull it off. Oh, wow. And I had to be very careful to avoid being pulled off while I was trying to get that thing off of his roof. You and know, I, I, I don't even know why I didn't even think of this story, but my son actually had his father-in-law. His father-in-law wanted to do this for his daughter, came over to their home to cut down a tree. He was up a good 40 feet into the tree mm-hmm. and was trying to take off a limb and didn't have himself secured properly. Oh, dear fell down hit the fence and had some severe damage he's still recovering a couple years of couple years of recovery actually yeah that's not a ten thousand dollar fix that sounds like about a million dollar fix probably a few hundred thousand at least yeah yeah the the medical costs are going to be a few hundred thousand and then uh you know the the loss of a few years of your life what's that worth yeah exactly they were big crazy trees i mean they needed to be taken down but yeah saving money is not always a savings. Right. Sometimes a huge detriment. Staying on top of things. Not planting the wrong tree in the wrong place would be the $10 and, fix. And not knowing exactly how to go about doing it properly is yeah. a problem, too. Not making the phone call to the guy and just paying him what he would have yeah, charged. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So if you uh, if you need a, uh, a guy who does know what he's doing, by the way, you can go to my website and we'll have some tree removal experts who do know what they are doing and uh, we can refer you those guy's direction so uh you got the tree branches that are too close to the house i mentioned that uh you've got the critter ladder leaves in the gutter i can't tell you how many of the homes that i inspect that have a rain gutter system that um that doesn't work because you got leaves in there it's not able to function yeah uh, there's one actually where i've got the picture where they had vines ivy growing on the front of the house Mm. And between the leaves that were in the gutter and the water that was in the gutter and the vines that were growing up and around and into the gutter, it looked like you just had this big vine planter all the way across the front of the house. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Not really. but (laughs) I've I've seen others where there was enough stuff going in there that you actually had little three-inch baby trees that were growing in the rain gutter. Are you serious? And the reason why this is all a problem, I've seen where homeowners think that's cute and cool and all that. 
A, it results in a 600-pound rain gutter that may or may not drop on you at any time during the So winter. what if your rain gutter isn't functioning? I mean, I'm playing the devil's advocate here. So what? So what if it's full? So Why? If what if it's it full, Yeah. Uh, there, a, there's a risk that uh, that it gets real heavy and falls on you, or or if it doesn't fall on you, that it tears up your, uh, your, your soffit and fascia while it is falling. Okay. You can see the problem there. B, uh, you can have ice damming, and this actually happened at a at McKay's house. Mm. You know, if this is the first podcast you've listened to, um, you don't know McKay yet, but she also records uh, with with Heidi, and she had an <laughs> issue with her rain gutters where ice, uh, the the water wasn't draining, ice formed, it resulted in the uh, the rain gutters being full of, uh, of ice and crap, uh-huh. and as a result, she had water flowing down the, instead of going into the rain gutter and being disposed of, it was flowing down the, the side of her stucco home, then it hit the foundation, went into the home, and caused a mold problem. Oh, wow. And all of that caused a great deal of drama with the person that she was trying to sell the home to. So there is a reason for rain gutters. They're not just there for fancy trim. Or <laughs> fancy trim. Yeah. Um, that's something that I had to point out to a guy early on in my career is that uh, there are some folks who feel like uh, rain gutters are there to keep the homeowner from being dripped on. Right. And that is only reason number five or six. You know, the, the reason why you've got to have a rain gutter there and functional is so that you can control the water. Uh, get it well away from the foundation, get it away from the window wells uh, so that water doesn't end up, you know, against your foundation and into your basement or your crawl space where you end up with rot mold, termites, spiders, mm. blah, blah, blah. Right. That cycle that we love to hear about. Yes. Love. Mm-hmm. She, she loves to hear about <laughs> anything that results in spiders because she is such a spider because fan. Because I don't really like spiders that well. <laughs> you can almost talk me into anything by telling me we'll get rid of the spiders. Yeah. Yeah. Well, best way to get rid of spiders is to never have them in the first place. And that starts <laughs> with having a rain gutter that is functional. All right. I guess I need to pay more attention to those. So leaves in the rain gutter, structural damage. We talked about that one. You got the tree that's too close. Uh, if it falls over or if it is pulled over and those, uh, and those, matter of fact, I got to help my dad do that this afternoon. And, you know, if it is, if you got those branches there or the, uh, the roots that are underneath the foundation and you pull those out. Yeah. Structural damage. Ooh. Okay. So it's a big deal. Yeah. Imagine all that from rain gutters. And then mention, uh, we got to mention the chimney blockage again. You know, if you've got trees that are dropping either pine needles or leaves, or if you've got boughs that are growing into the chimney flue, um, a blocked chimney at you know, A, could be a fire hazard. B, um, fire hazard either either in the flue itself or if you light the tree on fire, that's a, that's another fire that we talked about. B, if, you're, uh, if those branches or boughs allow critters, you know, raccoons, rats, whatever, mm-hmm. to get in there and they block the flue, um, A, you've got a dead, <clears throat> you got a dead raccoon in there. Uh, and stinky, and that's going to stink. <laughs> B, when he dies and bloats, uh, you're going to have besides the stink, you can't get exhaust to actually go through, mm. and now you're getting the smoke and the carbon monoxide in your home, and everybody dies. What if you take a look down the flue and you see some objects in there? How do you get them out? How do you get them out? Um, 
best answer to that, and depending on what the scenario looks like, you can always call an expert. What if you don't want to pay an expert? What okay. if you want? What if you want the ten dollar fix? So what I have, I've got this little uh, three ant or three foot grabber that I have uh, that I bought at a local hardware store. Is it one of those little teeny ones that has a little teeny grabber? or Is it a bigger grabber? Uh, I'm, I'm going to say when claw. it's open, it's going to be about four inches. Really. And so I use that for pulling stuff out of the window wells because I don't want to jump down in the window well because we've done we've done podcasts on spiders and snakes. I'm not yeah, getting down there. I had to clean my window well out last year before one of our podcasts right. so I could feel good about myself doing it. So you've got that uh, four foot grabber that gives you a little bit more reach. And you know, if you're if you're getting stuff out, uh, that's one of the options. Uh, I mean, if it's 15 feet down. Pretty much have to prof- pay a professional yeah. to have a special tool. Might have to write a check. Yeah. Okay. Uh, that's darn that. it. And then I go to those stories where I actually saw where Grandpa actually blocked off. He didn't like the downdrafting in the winter, and he knew that he that Grandma wasn't going to build a fire because he talked her out of it. <laughs> so he actually blocked off the chimney with a piece of wood, and then he held that down with a brick. Oh, boy. So I'm there doing the home inspection, and if I don't notice that, then then my buyers go to build a fire there, and they die. Yeah. Hopefully uh, hopefully that piece of wood would maybe burn up before um, all the carbon you know, monoxide killed them. Maybe? Lately, a lot of, uh, yeah, I don't know, I don't remember at this point whether that was a wood burning or gas burning. If it was gas burning, they just die. If it's wood burning, they just fill their home with smoke and probably don't die before they figure out that there's a problem right that's too bad that really is so uh you got those sorts of issues to be aware of effects of trees i mentioned that osha reports 100 tree fall deaths per year and again that's osha um i mentioned the injury to the cheerleader where we had the um cottonwood oh was it cottonwood or a poplar you know that one was a was a hybrid oh was it okay Um, and then you've got the property damage that can happen at the foundation, at the fascia, at the rain gutters, uh, those sorts of things. One thing we haven't mentioned is you can have sewer line damage. Sewer line damage. Wow. You're just throwing me all kinds of curveballs today. <laughs> so imagine uh, you know, with, with the, uh, and I'm going to say something that is at risk of being painfully obvious, but I'm going to say it anyway. Okay. Uh, tree roots go where water is. Mm. So if you have a sewer line that is damaged or leaking for any reason, uh, maybe it's damaged because you actually have the the roots that are growing in the area, and so it cracked it. Maybe you wow. got that old one of those old homes with the old clay pipe, and or maybe it just wasn't installed that well back in 1950. It's going to start leaking a little. The tree branch or the tree root finds that small leak. It's gonna it's gonna notice that that the growing is better there. The root's going to grow larger. It's going to break the um, the sewer line some more. Next thing you know, you don't have a sewer line at all. You've got a tree root. Wow, just wraps itself around there like it's its own little uh, clay pot. Around and in, and uh, yeah, a lot of those guys that clean out those things will uh, will show you video of tree roots that are almost the diameter of the sewer line. Oh my goodness! That are just living right there in in the sewer line. Wow! And life is good. So you've got that. You know, be aware that uh, even if you have the upgraded PVC type sewer lines, um, anything goes wrong. You just don't want to be planting. Huge trees with huge root systems right next to your sewer line. So you got to know where that is. Boy, 
I think mine is right on top of mine, actually. Yeah, a lot of us are guilty <laughs> of these sorts of things. Bye-bye, Gold Star again. <laughs> Any sewer joint at all, uh, it they can leak. And and when they do, then then ugly things start to happen next. Wow. Okay. So and that would be something with a septic tank as well. I'm sure. Maybe even more oh, yeah. so. Oh yeah, definitely. You you definitely want to keep trees away from your septic tank, your septic field. Yeah, they they can really screw up a, a field, uh, a leach field. Really. With uh, with those branch with those roots. So you got to keep that clear. Good to know. Um, then you have what tree roots can do to concrete. Uh, they can create, uh, you know, they can lift. They can create a, a trip risk. And, of course, there's the aesthetic issues. If you've got, uh, you know, these huge roots that are pushing concrete around three or four inches vertically. Right. Randomly cracked sidewalks. Yeah. And roots. as the home inspector, I will always write up a trip risk mm-hmm. in concrete. So you got to be aware of that as you're planting the trees. Um, my dad, another example there. He's got actually, it's uh, it's an ash. It's a it's a cool tree, really. Um, but he planted it, you know, back in 1959. Wow! Uh, about one foot away from the backyard sidewalk, <laughs> and now it kind of dominates that whole side of the backyard, and it has made a mess of of the sidewalk. And yeah, we've got trip risks, and yes, people have tripped over it. So now you've got to go take care of that too, maybe. And so now you've got an elderly person who happens to be 91 years old. And if he trips and falls uh, on this at this point, yeah, that could be life threatening. Oh, yes. Those elderly people, it seems like whenever they take a fall, it's not, it's like a downfall for good. Yeah. Sadly. So uh, all of the above, you know, we've uh, we've been kind of uh, I've been kind of a downer brutal. talking about brutal all these today. tree issues, um, and and thankfully you're you're here to add some sunshine to the discussion. <laughs> but uh, better sunshine than darkness, I guess uh, that might be the message of the day. Choose uh, choose sunshine, avoid the darkness. Oh yes, yes, the sunshine looks so pretty coming through your tree branches too. <laughs> <laughs> as long as they're planted far enough away from the house <laughs> and they don't right. fall on you. That's right. Don't get too nostalgic and put them too close to the window. So let's give you that mansion, Heidi, should we? All right. All right. So did we decide that we're uh, we're doing a treehouse? I think so. Yeah. I, I like that idea. The treehouse in this gorgeous tree. But is, is not a willow, a... not a quakey, not a maple, not a conwood, not a poplar, not a eucalyptus, not a flowering plum. Yeah, we're, you probably don't want to try and put a treehouse in, in a palm tree either. That would, <laughs> it would be hey, cool now, looking. You know, that actually might be kind of cool. Uh, you could maybe just do the treehouse right around the palm with, the, with kind of a... Mm-hmm. I'm imagining the whole roof being glass curving uh-huh. over the top of the palm tree so you kind of got that indoor tree growing right up in the okay. middle of the, the tree house i can see can four palm that? trees with a the entire structure being glass Ooh. you're not going to get much privacy in your bathroom but you've That's got a okay. cool house. It's, it's out where no one can see me anyway. Yeah. You know? Okay. Yeah. yeah. You're out in the middle of, are, 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 are we in Costa Rica? <laughs> On the beach. I think yeah. it's a private beach. Okay. What, do you, what do you say? A private beach in Costa Rica. Tree house, private beach. Glass Glass house. walls. Awesome. Yeah, and then Ooh, you can you can watch the monkeys go swinging by. That that's a pretty that, good that's mansion. That's a pretty hot mansion. You, I'll take it. You, Heidi, you, you helped today, Garth. Thanks. You 
hey, that's about the first time he hasn't tried to downgrade me. Yeah, I tried to put Good her job. in a TP at the beginning. Good job, Garth. You're finally figuring out that I won't ex- accept the lower grade yeah, mansions. <laughs> I can still throw them at you. <laughs> So uh, you, Heidi, you're now the master of your mansion, whether it's a glass house in the uh, in the jungle or even if it is a teepee in the desert, whatever it is, you're the mansion of it. You're the, you're the listener I'm as the well. The master master of it. What did I say? Did I say something? I don't know what you said. I don't know. <laughs> We'll pretend that I said master of your mansion. I think you said master. Uh, and more information, homemedicworld.com. And be yourself because definitely everybody else is taken. And only Heidi gets the glass house in the jungle. The glass tree house with four palm trees. Hi, this is Julian McKay with your natural solutions tip for the day. Yeah, well, Julie's being a little sketchy today, but we're going to share a really special essential oil with you. The Women's Monthly Blend. Now, for all you men, this is a good tip that you You want to share with your wife. You need as bad as she does. If you'd like the best for all of your worst weeks, period, contact us at naturalsolutions at homemedicworld.com. Bam. Bam. (laughs) 